Hello everybody, Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. It is Tuesday and the market, well, you know, the uh, after the split of Amazon, it's off a little bit, but uh, we have a few things, so let's get into the slides and uh, see where it goes. All right, so basically Target today warned on earnings and, uh, you know, that is not a good sign why because target is one of the biggest retailers obviously and of course this is the second time that they have warned so my guess is we're going to see some we're going to see some weakness in the um uh in the retail space so get ready for that i think that this summer uh you know i think that the the consumer is kind of tapped out let's take a look at the uh at the at the uh, chart just kind of showing you kind of what's happening uh, you know, we had this earnings earnings disaster basically, uh, and we had this gap down all the way from about 220 all the way down to about 160. Then it sort of recovered again, but now Target is saying its projections are showing it's going to be weak. So you know, this is something that uh, I think we've got to get ready for. We're in a relief rally right now. And, you know, right now we're moving up, but, you know, we could be moving back down very, very quickly. So uh, we have to be very careful right here. Just a tough market to trade all, all the way around. Um, just wanted to show you, uh, you know, again, the target, uh, you know, the target response is basically, you know, the reason that they're warning is so that they, they won't get their stock you know, crushed. But you know, this is a this is a harbinger of things. We've got to be very careful. I do think that there's just going to be a lot of weakness in the retail because of so much inflation. So much of the budget for many households is going to oil and uh, and food. So even in those sectors, we've got to be careful. But interestingly enough, all of the major oil companies seems to have done well today. Um, I'll get to that in just a second. Here is the, the, the result of the small portfolio. This is a demonstration portfolio that I show to everybody. Kind of how I'm trading. This is actual trades. Really, I'm only in two things right now, which is, uh, which is uh, um, Chevron, which was up nicely today, and a ETF called the T... Um, uh, the the TBT, which uh, tracks the, uh, the 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 long bond, and when it go when the when the interest rates go up, so goes this one up. So let's take a look at those two just really quick. Here, um, the first one, of course, is Chevron CVX. This is kind of a slow mover, but uh, you know it's it's still in the buy zone, just barely. Uh, I want to kind of show you that one. Uh, we're just still in the buy zone, but we had a nice gap up today. After ours, it's a little bit up. It's at 180, but we're still in the buy zone. This is still actionable, believe it or not. You can still buy at these levels, um, and it has a strong uh, checklist, 89%, and, and it's looking, I think it's going to go higher. My, my guess is these large integrateds are going to do very, very well. We're only about 2.12% uh, off the 10-day moving average. That means that you know we may see you know we, we may see some more action up now that we have cleared 
the 174.54 buy point on Chevron. Now, what buy points are is they're areas of resistance, and if we can move past those areas of resistance, many times it can be a very good thing. Uh, the other thing that I'm holding currently in the small portfolio is this, this uh, ETF called TBT. That's the symbol for it. And it is uh, also, it's the ProShares Ultra Short 20 plus year um, bond fund. And this one is looking pretty decent too. I was buying it right as it pulled back to the to the um, the the 21 day line. I don't recommend buying at this level, only because we're just too far away from that 21 day line. The buy point on this one was way back here, basically with a cup with handle formation. The buy point 21.97. So I don't recommend buying at this level because I bought on the pullback to the 21 day line and uh, it is above the pivot. So this is a little bit extended, and I don't recommend buying this one at this level, but the reason I bought it, of course, was uh, when I had the opportunity, when it pulled back to that 21-day line, that's sort of where I was in, uh, that, that's sort of where I was in the issue. Uh, also wanted to show you three actionable stocks right now. Um, we I did take off on Semiconductor, I had it on yesterday. All of these stocks remain actionable, something that I think you might be very, very interested in. One of them is Precision Drilling. This is a Canadian company, and it is, uh, symbol on that one is PDS, Precision Drilling System, pretty simple. Uh, looking pretty darn good. We're in, right at the buy point. Let me show you this chart. I think this is a nice chart. Uh, we had some nice action on it today. Uh, this is being accumulated, I believe, by some of the funds. And uh, it is the buy point on this is 8529. We're right, we're right above that at 8539. So we're still in the buy zone on this one, uh, and this one is actionable. Now it is a little bit far off the 10 day. It's a little bit more than I want to buy it at 5.96, but I think it is definitely actionable here. On the pattern wreck uh, on this one, it's basically right at the pivot. So uh, this one is actionable. Uh, as well, so kind of a kind of a kind of a cool uh, kind of a cool one. Now, uh, for the industry area, it, this one was up today. This whole oil and gas drilling has been an area of a lot of a lot of activity. Uh, the the whole sector is up one percent one point four percent today year to date. It's up a hundred and five percent. So this is where you should be fishing because this is where the fish are biting because uh, uh, the the oil and gas drilling very good area. As we see the shortages, we're going to see more action in this area. Uh, there's other ones in this one, uh, in this uh, group too, like Halliburton, but uh, but uh, PDS Precision Drilling is really set up very very nicely. Uh, I also have another one uh, another one here that uh, I'm trying to buy right now. I haven't bought it yet, and this is in, this is also an integrated oil company. This is a quite a large oil company, but it doesn't operate in the United States. It is a it is a um, Colombian company, but the key here, and the reason why I like this one, is because uh, it's called um, uh, Echo Patrol SA. The reason I like this one is that they have refining capacity, and right now we're in a shortage of diesel fuel, and that's a worldwide thing. And by the way, if you can produce diesel fuel, you can sell it for dollars in the in the international market. So this one has a nice uh, uptrending. Uh, uh, relative strength rise. It's it's uh, the relative strength is 95 and rising, which is good. Um, 
pretty, you know, basically flat after hours, uh, but uh, overall looking pretty decent. Uh, on the checklist, and this is what I really, really like about this one, this is a $17 stock, and it's got a 100% checklist, and it's in an area of the market that I think is very, very powerful. This is the oil and gas integrated area, uh, which I believe is one of the top areas right now in the market. So uh, let's take a look at the, at the group. Uh, I have a, quite a few holdings in this area, uh, you know, and this is kind of where, kind of where, how it lays out. Of course, ExxonMobil is the number one. Everyone's heard of that one. I'm in Chevron, of course, and then I'm also in Shell. Now, Total is a, a French company uh, there, but uh, and if you go down here, BP is also at, at essentially a buy point as well. This is also in the same group, and then of course, this is one that I kind of like. And we'll see how it does. Uh, but uh, the symbol on this one is uh, uh, the, the symbol on this one is EC. It's down here. Fairly large capitalization, about 35 uh, billion dollars in terms of cap. So a lot of capitalization there. Uh, it's it's bigger. It's a little bit smaller. It's a little bit bigger than Gazprom, which is of course, if you know that that's the largest oil company, basically in Russia. And of course they're out of out of action, of course because of the war and also just slightly above Marathon Oil in terms of size. So this is one I think is, is, is good. I don't own it yet. I'm trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get, a, um, I'm trying to get a fill on this one. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow, but this one's EC. Another actionable stock that I like right now uh, is, of course, British Petroleum. Uh, everyone's heard of this one, uh, but this is at a buy point. Um, and I know that you know this isn't you know this isn't definitely as exciting as buying the latest tech companies. I mean, this is old BP. I mean, this has been around for just ever and a day, uh, but it's moving nicely into a very nice uh, pattern. Uh, it's coming out of this cut base. I've I've bought twice here. It's right now at the pivot, so it is actionable right now. Um, this one. Uh, is actionable right now at 34.13. That's the pivot. So it's still buyable. Uh, symbol on this one, of course, is BP. Uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty straightforward. The checklist on this one not quite as good as EC, but pretty good. 89% checklist on this one. Let's look at the technicals. Uh, 10 day, we're right. You know, we're within 5% of that 10 day line. That's kind of where I like to buy it, uh, you know, strategy-wise. So we're at the buy point, and we're and we're basically within five percent of the ten-day line. That's not a bad place to buy it. Uh, and uh, I, I I have this is the second time I've, I've I have two positions in it, but uh, and I may buy more. But uh, right now, I think this one is a also a very good. Uh, a good one that you could possibly you know use right now. So these are the actionable uh, stocks with buy points right now that, that I'm looking at. I also just as a <laughs> just for for grins here, I have three what I call penny stocks. Now my definition of penny is a little bit different than a lot of other people, but these are three actionable stocks that are below ten dollars in price. Now why do I consider that a penny stock? Well. Typically, a, a fund that buys stock, uh, mutual fund, that kind of thing, they typically limit their purchases to stocks that are above $10. So these are all below $10, but they're looking fairly strong. One of the ones I like is a Continental Development. Uh, let's look at that CDEV. CDEV is the symbol for Continental. And there we go. 
This one is a, um, you know, basically a Permian Basin play. And uh, Permian Basin, of course, is the largest production area probably in the United States. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's one of the largest in the world. Uh, this is where we've been getting a lot of the uh, oil and gas for the United States. Um, of course, uh, at the beginning of the Biden administration, many of the leases in the Gulf of Mexico were shut down. So, and, and, and they're not going to lease in Alaska. But Permian is primarily privately owned. So this is a good area. I think we're going to see some nice action here. This one has moved up right up to the buy point. This is a strong stock. It's almost out of the penny stock area. After hours, this one's up to $9.58. We're right at the buy point. And this one probably is going to move higher uh, uh, during this week. Now, it probably will pull back, and then we'll see. Not quite as strong as a checklist. Uh, as some of the other ones that are, you know, that I that I presented before, but not bad at all. 78% uh, on the pattern rack. We're basically right at the pivot right now. So the thing is, you want to see, but on buying this one, you want to see it move past this $9.58 uh, buy point. But uh, I do think that we're going to see some nice action there. Uh, we're, uh, unfortunately, it may be a little bit tricky. You may not want to buy this one tomorrow because it is pretty, it, it's, it's about 18% above that 10-day line. So that means it's going to be, it's, it may get rejected at the, at the buy point. So this is kind of a watch and see. You don't really want to buy this one uh, directly tomorrow because it probably will pull back a little bit. But the overall action here is upward. So that's one you might want to look at uh, as well. Now, two of the other ones are not oil plays. These are LNG plays and uh, shipping plays. I'm going to look at Safe Balkers first, SB. The reason these shipping companies have been doing so well, of course, is because of the war in, uh, in, in, in Ukraine. They, they haul bulk things like uh, wheat and, and grains and that kind of thing. So they typically are doing pretty well. Now, Safe Balkers, not a very expensive stock, $5.01. It's right at the buy point, and uh, we have some nice relative strength at 94. So this is one you might want to consider. It's not that big a stock. I mean, you know, it's not a huge company, but it's right now on that 10-day line. It's 4.6% above the 10-day line. Meaning that this is a good, this is probably a good place to buy it, as it moves uh, above the buy point within uh, within within five percent of that ten day line. That's a good place to possibly look at purchasing it. It's with a cup with handle formation, which is quite good. And if we go back to the weekly chart here on this one, let's do it. You will see that uh, we're almost at the all time high for this one, Safe Balkers SB. Now, let's take a look at the fundamentals on this one. The sales have been going up nicely. The last reported sales were up 24%. Uh, profits, though, that's the key, up 71% quarter over quarter. And prior to that, it was up 875%. So these these tend to be doing well, really well. This is a this is a dry bulk fleet of 40 vessels, and uh, it... Uh, it basically is uh, doing quite well. So Safe Bulkers is the name of this one that is on the sort of the sort of the, the penny stock list. And the last one before we get into um, the next feature uh, is the next the last uh, one we have today is uh, DLNG. This is an LNG play, um, and this one, unlike L the the symbols LNG, FLNG, and GLNG. 
<laughs> it's in the same business, uh, but this one's a lot cheaper in terms of its price. Now, that nece that's not necessarily good or bad, but it just is. Uh, this one is uh, 37, uh, 97 relative strength. It's right at a buy point too. So that's one of the things about this one that you might want to write this one down, DLNG, and I think it's right at a buy point and we could see this one move higher. Now this is not a very big company. It only has six LNG carriers, but right now LNG transport is a big deal, and this one is, you know, it's pretty good. So kind of to review the cheapy stocks, <laughs> CDEV, C-D-E-V, uh, uh, Safe Bulkers, SB, and DLNG. These are all at buy points and definitely ready to go. But I would, if you are looking to buy, I would kind of try to look at uh, the ones that are actionable, that are more mainstream, and of course that's PDS, Precision Drilling, uh, S, uh, 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 EC, and uh, British Petroleum. So those are the ones kind of, that's kind of where we're at right now in the market because we're mostly in stocks that are uh, oil-related or, um, you know, or thereabouts. All right, well, let's take a look at kind of all the all the uh, issues that I currently own uh, up quite nicely on Chevron today a little bit little bit down on flex LNG now I did have I did sell half of my position in FLNG pretty good this one is an LNG carrier as well uh, also this one is the TBT this is the uh, inverse of the uh, of the interest rates so as the interest rates go up this one also goes up this is off a little bit today, but I have a lot of confidence in this one because I do expect the uh, long bond to move higher, and that would move that would make this move higher as well. BP, of course, that's the one we just talked about. Uh, this is up today. This is still in the buy range, so this is still buyable. I think that these large integrated oil companies, especially ones that have uh, that that have um, uh, refining capacity, are going to do great. All right, and then uh, also. Um, Baker Hughes, this is a driller uh, in the oil patch. Shell, of course, everybody's heard of that. That's a big oil company. And GLNG uh, is down a little bit today. So that's kind of where uh, where it stands with those, um, you know, with those issues. All right. Um, before we get to questions, I have a uh, thing I'd like to show here, and that is we we did put a bear put spread on American Express today. And if you want to find out more about that, super easy to do. Uh, just go to this address, https colon slash slash bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash um, D-T-F, that should be D-T-F, <laughs> uh, no, I'm sorry, D-F-T zero one um, uh, one five three. Now what I'll do on this one is I will put this up after I will put this up on the website Dallas Trading Floor. I'll put this up after the show, so you just be able to click a link, and it'll be a lot easier to get to this one. But uh, we'll kind of want to show you what I was doing here with um, you know with this with this spread. Uh, American Express closed at one sixty eight sixty nine today. Do expect American Express to move lower. Um, it, over the following uh, over the following uh, months. Now, part of the reason, of course, is because I just think there's going to be lower retail spending, and that's you know based on what happened with Target. Um, uh, you know, uh, lower retail spending probably will mean lower um, lower business spending, and I do think you know lower everything spending 
And that's going to be, I think, a, a, the case for American Express. Now, this is where I did do the short here. The reason for this, of course, is that as the 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 red line is coming down to the to the black line, that's the death cross right there, and that's something that uh, if you look at it, if you're looking at it at a signal that is most likely to go lower, that's it. What happened was we've got the death cross. It's the price of of um, America's Express pulled below the 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 50-day line. It's rallied up to the 200-day uh, line. And now it looks like it's going to get rejected and probably going to go lower. So hopefully this will work. Uh, basically, the way this works is if we're able to get, um, you know, as it goes lower, it doesn't have to go lower that much lower, about 4 to 5%, and we're going to be in the green here. Um, but we do have potential. Uh, we, we do have potential of, uh, of, of almost, a, you know, almost a two, two and a half to one return on this one. Uh, the maximum risk on this one for two contracts, $572, uh, and the maximum return I think that we can see is is $1,400, and this is in about uh, a little bit under two months. So hopefully this will work very very well, and because I do believe we're going to see a retreat in the price of American Express, and if we do, that will uh, that will make this uh, that will make this one work. So if you're interested in this one. I'm going to be putting this up on the link uh, at uh, at um, uh, www.dallastradingfloor.com. It's not up there currently, but I'm going to put this one up. This is going to be a link to the uh, Bear Trade on American Express uh, if you're interested in that one. So, without further ado, thanks for holding on here, and let's get to some questions. Thank you for thank you for going here. All right, uh, not so much uh, tapped out, but watching, spending closely yeah, keeps trick emergency fund. Absolutely, you know, I, I hope this isn't. I, I I literally hope this isn't the problem. I mean, I you know I hope it's not going to get really bad. But you know, I'm just seeing these signs, you know, these gathering storm clouds. Um, you know, and it's not just me. I think you know people are you know people are going to be paying ten dollars a gallon for gasoline in California. I mean, we're paying over $4 a gallon here in Dallas, which usually has some of the lowest gas prices in the United States. So that's significant. A lot of those people are going to be cutting back on all kinds of things based on those prices. So I totally agree with you. I totally, totally agree with you. Let's take a question from TikTok. Thank you very, very much um, for looking at my show. All right. Do you think XHB will continue to fall? Let's look at XHB. Uh, that that is obviously a uh, that's that's obviously an ETF. Let's take a look at it. XHB, and let's pull over to there. There we go. Um, so basically, this is the home builders. This is the S and P home builder uh, index. I do think that these will continue to move lower. And the part of the reason I do is let me just show you this chart. We've got the death cross going on here. Okay. We've got a trend downward speaking. Interest rates are going up. So a lot of people that could qualify to buy a home two or three months ago now can't qualify because the interest rates are significantly higher. So I see a real problem with the home builders. Um, I don't think they're going to do well. Um, I'm not trying to. I'm not to throw trying to show shade on anybody, but I think that you know, if you are in a contract. Uh, it, uh, you know, we're going to see 
a lot of weakness in the home builders. Why? Because people people want to buy their homes, but they simply can't qualify for the um, you know for, for the mortgages. So here's the thing: if you're down more than seven percent, I keep saying this, but this really holds true. And I know this may be painful for you, so you know I'm just I'm just offering this up as a uh, you know is 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 a kind of way. So. If you're down more than seven percent from where you bought this, uh, the XHB. If you're down more than seven percent, sell it, sell it, and sell it because you could be down more tomorrow. Because overall, I just see a lot of weakness in the market. Um, interest rates are going up. Home builders are not going to be able to sell their finished product. They, there's a supply chain problem now. Lumber prices have fallen. But there's a supply chain problem for appliances and a lot of the other things that go into those new homes. So I don't think it is a good time to be in the home builders. Uh, and if you're down more than 7%, I would just consider selling. That's always the best rule to use because you just want to preserve your capital. That's a very, very key thing that you want to do. Uh, you, 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 always, you always want to do is preserve your capital. So if you're down more than 7%, think about selling. All right. Uh, did you see XO, XOM is up four four percent today? Okay. This goes back to the theme of the big oils, and as you know, of course, uh, from the little preamble here, uh, we're holding some of the big oils. Uh, you know, basically BP, Shell, uh, Chevron. I don't own Exxon Mobil, but it's the same kind of situation. The only reason I didn't buy Exxon Mobil, uh, of course, is because. Of the um, <laughs> of the fact that I have the other ones, now the XOP is the uh, is is the oil and gas uh, spider, and it's doing great, of course, because that's where the action in the market is is in uh, you know is in the uh, you know it, it's it is in the uh, the oil and gas area. I mean, look at this; it's up nicely. Now, would I buy it here? No. Why? Because it's just it's just a little bit too extended right now, uh, and you can see in, in the after hours it came off. This is one of the reasons you don't want to buy extended. And what do I mean by that? Well, when it typically a, a stock will not go up straight; it'll come up and then it'll pull back and then it'll pull up and pull back. So I typically, if I can't buy it at a buy point, which is off of a base, I want to find a secondary buy point which is typically the 21-day line. I want to buy it as close to that 21-day line as I possibly can. So I want to wait for a pullback to that 21-day line. And if, if I get a pullback to the 21-day, I'm going to be a buyer at that 21-day line uh, on a stock that's moving like this. So um, right now, great stock, but I, it's not really viable. And the reason it's not viable is because it's just too far above that 21-day line. It's about almost 13% above it. Here's the thing to do. Wait a little bit of time. Hopefully this will pull back. If it pulls back to the 21-day line, that might be a great entry point for, um, for the XOM. And this is, of course, the oil and gas expiration um, uh, E&P. And, and, and here's the thing. This is where the action in the market is. It's in the, it's in the explorers. It's in the refiners. Basically, this is a tale of two uh, different markets. You have the oil and gas market, and then you pretty much have everything else. So kind of tough market to trade. All right. Thanks, Lisa, so much. Uh, OLXP. Let's take a look at that. OLXP. And see what is going on where. 
uh, and hopefully I get it up. O O L P X. Excuse me. O L P X. A little bit of dyslexia going on there. All right. So there we go. Onaplex Holdings. It manufactures. Okay. This is the one I heard about this one on the uh, uh, IBD Live uh, this morning. By the way, that's a great show if you can if you can tune into it. It is. It is. It does uh, require um, a subscription, but it's definitely well worth it. Um, here's the thing I don't like about this chart. Um, I know that it was it was. People on the show liked it today, but I just don't like it. And I'll tell you why. Look at this chart. This is the, and I know it's perking up here, but on the daily chart, we have. In, this is an IPO. It's still in a downward trend. If we go over the, to the weekly chart, you'll notice that it, it, it IPO'd here in, on, on 2021, and then, boom, it went up and then down. And so it's starting to get, it's starting to get more, um, more traction here. I'm looking at the weekly chart here. It's starting to get more traction, but it still needs to come up a little bit. So my take on this one uh, is basically, you know, this is a, I, I, I would be a watch list on this one uh, on uh, OLPX. Uh, I know that they have a good product. But I just I'm so worried with this lack of consumer um, you know c consumer uh, ability to buy here. Now it's true. Alta Beauty. This is the next your question. The next uh, symbol. Alta Beauty is looking very very good, um, and it is true that during periods of recession, uh, you know one of the things that does do well is cosmetics and this has been true since the 1930s so i mean that's this is one thing that that people don't that this is one thing that that people you know definitely continue to spend on in bad times is uh our beauty products so this may be the one of the few areas out that that uh, in retail that i actually like um is in this area uh, i haven't been I haven't been focusing on this area just because I've tried to been focused where the strength is. But but you know beauty products tend to do very very well during downturns, and uh, you know we definitely have a downturn going on, and so this might be a good place to get in. We're right below a buy point. We've had this nice you know consolidation. We're almost at the near all time high. This is a four hundred twenty dollars stock, uh, and. Typically in retail, and this is a retailer. By the way, this is actually in the. Uh, this is uh, this this is a retailer. Um, retailers tend to rise very quickly in their expansion phase, and definitely Alta Beauty has been in that expansion phase. Um, their their profitability is excellent. Uh, you know their 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 profit the profitability has been. Uh, you know their profitability has been excellent. You've had let's see over twenty percent. Increases in sales every quarter, and uh, very very nice. Um, also, their profits are moving up very very nice. My only problem with this one is, I just don't believe that the retailers. I don't. I just. I just don't want to be in the retailers. That's. I just don't want to be there, just because I think it's a weak area of the market, and uh, you know, it's just a weak area of the market. Uh, tough 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 place to be. All right, so let's see. Um, are you on YouTube as well? Absolutely, I am. This is from Tristan. Thank you for thank you for um, thank you for uh, dialing in on this one. 
to get uh, on to YouTube, just go to my profile, hit the link, click on it, and uh, you'll see the live feed on YouTube. But I definitely am on YouTube and uh, hopefully on Instagram as well. So we're trying to get to see if that works today as well. All right, let's take a look for James for Wish. This one I wish was better. <laughs> um, this one has been a kind of a meme stock. A lot of people have really gotten into it. But, you know, just look at this chart. And you this, this chart just tells you just to run away as fast as you can. Uh, you know, this one actually, when it came out, this is an IPO, and it came all the way up here to about 34, and then it went all the way down, and now it's about a $2 stock. Would I buy this one? Not on your life. This one is just, this is the reason why you need that 7% rule, because with the 7% rule, you're not, you know, you would have down, gone down 7% and sold out, and then you would have been been safe. Just think if you had bought up here at March, uh, March of 2021, you would have been in a world of hurt. I'm telling you, you would have been in a world of hurt. Would I buy this thing? No, not in your life. Companies can go under and just get delisted. So unfortunately, this one, wish, I wish it were better, but uh, it's not. <laughs> it's just not a good, it's not, it's just not a good stock. And you just kind of got to, got to go, got to go away. All right, Joka says, what about Ford? Uh, and of course, Ford was doing great. Uh, when Tesla is doing great, but now, unfortunately, Ford, similar situation to all the other automobile manufacturers. You know, unfortunately, I just don't know if, you know, we can we can really count this one in. We have a downward trend going on, uh, and we have a death cross. So let's go back to the daily chart and show you what I'm talking about here. And there we go. Okay, so we have this downward trend. Oops. So we have this downward trend. Don't like seeing that. We have the death cross. That's right here. That's right here. This is when the 40-day moves below that 200-day. That shows weakness in the sheet. Exactly when that happens. That's one of the reasons why we did that short on American Express. Because right at this cross, that shows weakness. And boy, it has gone down. So I don't think, you know, I don't think this one is going to go into the ground. I don't think Ford's going to out of business. But I just don't think it's a good stock right now. It's just, it's, it's sad, but I don't think it's a good stock right now. All right. Thank you, Damien. Do you have, um, do you have a target for TLT or TXN? No, but let's look at TLT and see TLT. Um, <laughs> oh boy. That is really bad. Uh, let's 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 go over here to TLT. Uh, this, of course, is the this is the one I have. The T, the the this is different. Now now this one is the is is the is the positive ETF. I have the negative in, in, in one, which is the TBT. The TBT is as as the interest rates go higher, the TBT goes higher. Now I own this one, and it's moving up pulled back a little bit after hours here today, but I do expect this one to go higher. Why? Because you can see that the shape of this is different. This is an upward trend, whereas the, um, whereas the TLT, which is the, which is the inverse of this, is a downward trend. Unfortunately, look at that. Not good on that downward trend. Um, death cross, 
just uh, avoid this one. <laughs> just avoid this one for right now. Let's look at TXN. Uh, T. Uh, no, TNX, excuse me. TXN is, uh, is Texas Instruments, which is a great stock. Just I wouldn't be buying it right now because of the market. But uh, no, uh, it's not going. Okay, so the one I was talking about is the TBT, and that one might be of interest to you. All right, let's take a question. Why? What are we talking about? We're talking about stocks, boomer stocks. Okay, uh, do tech. Okay, uh, what was the last company? Let's see. Thank you. Okay, well, basically, I've been concentrating on. Um, basically, I've been concentrating on the oils, and why I've been concentrating on the oils, the best hedge against inflation are the oil stocks, uh, because it's used by everybody. So if the prices go up, well, guess what? Whatever you're buying had to get here some way, and that usually was on a truck, and those truck prices are, are the, the price of diesel determines the price of everything in the market that has to be delivered, which is about 95% of everything in the market. So the reason why the integrated refining oil companies are doing well is because the price of diesel is at an all-time high, and we're going to see more pain because, unfortunately, we have a government that is... Uh, it is very, very tone deaf. They really, I, they're, it's run by academicians that really don't. They believe their, they believe their theories more than they believe the reality. Um, we need to get the price of diesel down. They're not going to do it, so everything is going to go up. Diesel right now is over five dollars a gallon nationwide, so we want to be buying the refiners. That's where we want to be buying. Those are the ones that are going to do better than anybody else. Why? Because diesel fuel is needed literally for everything. All right, let's look at the SQQQ. What the SQQQ does is, of course, it's an inverse of the QQQ. It's a 2x inverse. And typically, you want to buy the, you want to buy the SQQQ when you expect a uh, when, when, when you expect a change in the overall direction of the Qs. And right now, uh, it has been going lower. Why? Because, well, we've been in this little little bit of an upward trend on the Qs, so this is inverse of that. I do believe if we if we move to a downward trend on the Qs, uh, once again, that's when you want to be buying the SQQQ. So let's take a look at the QQQ to kind of see the overall direction of that uh, of, of that ETF. If you if you can see, we're currently in a downward trend on overall on the Qs. But we've had this little upward trend. This is the relief rally. If this fails, the day this fails, you want to buy the SQQQ because it moves against it. Right now, I wouldn't be in the SQQQ, but the QQQ looks like it's going to move lower. Unfortunately, uh, right now it's kind of it, it's kind of treading water right here at about 309. But uh, I do believe we're, we're likely to get a um, pullback, and if we do. And that's what the retail sales are showing me. That's the reason why Target is such a critical. Uh, that's that's why Target, the the Target news was was so important today. Why? Because that is the harbinger basically of um, a future. Uh, that that is the harbinger of a future weak retail market. And with a weak retail market, we will see the QQQ move lower. That's just likely because. The Qs have a lot of technology stock in it, and so tech is just not doing as well. Why? 
because people are shifting to the area of the market, like the oil and gas area, that is producing positive returns. Right now, the, right now most of the techs are down, some of them 50 70%. Uh, many of the tech stocks are down, so that's the reason for that. Um, all of uh, all of your stocks did oh yeah absolutely oil and gas uh, typically oil and gas right now um, and I you know it, it, it's not going to be this way forever but right now because of inflation and that's really the thing that you got you got to concentrate on inflation inflation equals higher gas prices the reason why we're having inflation now a lot of the government will tell you. Oh, it's, you know, fight inflation, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of it is just wrong. The reason we have high inflation is because we have, we, we have low supply of oil and gas. Oil and gas creates inflation. The, if you have supply problems, and in this administration, unfortunately, the first thing it did was it canceled pipelines and it canceled production. Of course, they're, gonna, they're gonna not going they're, they're gonna to throw up their hands and say, oh, it would have been the same anyways. Absolutely wrong. Inflation is driven by energy prices. Currently, natural gas and um, natural gas and oil are the driving forces of the economy. Even you know, even if you don't want to believe it, a lot of people don't want to believe it. I, I get it. I mean, I, I get it. People don't like, you know, people don't people don't like the fact that they that they consume oil and and and, and burn natural gas for for energy. I, I get it. Uh, but you know, it's. <laughs> It's the rich reality. It's you know, and a lot of people don't want to be in reality. And unfortunately, we have a government like that right now in this country. I want to show you the price chart for natural gas. This is a very, very key chart that I think that you know. I don't know if you're if you if you're interested in this one, but most electricity is generated from natural gas currently. And so the price of natural gas depends makes the price of natural gas determines the price of electricity. So even though electric cars may be may not pollute, they're going to end up paying the same. They're going to end up they natural the price of natural gas is going to end up being the primary input for these for these cars. So because natural gas has moved up so rapidly, you're going to see very very expensive. Um, electric bills this summer throughout the United States and already in places like Germany they have the highest electric prices that they've ever seen mainly because <laughs> mainly because they they stopped uh, generating a lot of their electricity with natural gas and uh, it's really hurt them so yeah, whatever um, okay C P G because uh, it's cheap like T G A oh okay let's let's look at CPG. All right, let's look at CPG. All right, CPG, and there we go. Ah, Crescent Point Energy. Okay, nice. I'm think I like the fact that you're in the ENPs, but I don't think you want to buy this one. All right, not not uh, it's it's not the question of cheapness. It's the question of the ch chart pattern that it's in. I definitely think you're in the right next to the woods. Oil and gas. Canadian explorers. This is a good area to be looking in. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna show. Let's see if we can find one that's set up better uh, than 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 Crescent Point. Let's see if we can do that. This is number six. So let's look at the Canadian. Uh, let's see if I can get this one up. 
Okay, this is the... No, this is the U.S. Let's look at the Canadian. No, let's look at the U.S. ENPs first. That's probably going to give us the better one. All right, this is the Canadian ENP companies. Let's look at the companies that are in here. Crescent Point, of course, is at the top, so it's a big one. Canadian National. The only thing I don't like about CPG, Crescent Point, I like, the, I like a lot on this one, but I don't like the fact that it's just not in position. It's just not at a buy point, and it's not... It's not it's not any part of that. I, one I kind of like is this Vermilion. Let's take a look at this one. I kind of like this one. Uh, this, I think, is set up a little bit better here. This is VET. Uh, and I've been watching this one. This is right at a buy point. The, the thing about uh, 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 Crescent Point, it's a good stock. Uh, 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 CPG is a good stock, but it's not set up well. Vermilion Energy is set up very, very well. And this one, basically, it's a Canadian company, but they, and they operate in Canada, Australia, France, Ireland, just about everywhere, Germany and the U.S. So pretty big, uh, pretty big footprint. This one's a 99 relative strength. 99 relative strength right now, and it's at a buy point. The buy point is basically right here, right at this line, is 23.50. So that's the buy point on this Vermilion Energy. VET is the symbol on it. Uh, nice buying action coming in here. If I was looking to add a, a Explorer, a Canadian Explorer, this is the one that I probably would add at this moment because <laughs> because it's it's got a nice profile. It's in the right industry, and look at this very nice uh, profitability. Their sales are going up. Now, for some reason, I don't know why this happened, but they they had a they had a decrease 45%. I think this is an accounting thing because they're up 689% and then they're down. So they might have had some charges. Uh, they might have had some, oh, I see. That's an acquisition. That's why. Acquired Lakota uh, Exploration. So they bought a company. Uh, but look at this. This is a nice one. Nice cash flow. This is essentially a $24 stock. And look at this cash flow. 1111. Wow. This is a 5 PE. So. Vermilion Energy. This is the one that you might want to uh, take a look at. It's it's uh, it it's uh, it's viable right now, and the symbol is VET V E T. Uh, so that's one that uh, in the Canadian Explorers that might really do a great job for you there if you want to get into those. And I and I definitely think this is where you you should be taking a look in the market. All right. Okay. Got to check it out. All right. Thank you. All right. Oh, Walmart. WMT. All right. I wouldn't recommend Walmart right now. Why? Because I just see a lot of weakness in the. Um, I, I see a lot of weakness in the uh, in, in the retail space. I mean, it's just that's just a fact. Unfortunately, Walmart, of course, is the big Kahuna. It's the biggest one. But look. Look at this. This is the weekly chart that we're looking at. Look at how it fell off the cliff. Okay, it was trading up here really nice. It got up to this pivot, boom. It had bad earnings. Look at that. Walmart was down. Let's see if I can show you that. Oops. Let me let me see if I can I can I can show you, I can get that up. Um, Walmart had. Last quarter had bad earnings. Their their profits were down 23 percent. Their sales were only up two percent. So on fundamentals, Walmart is going lower. 
Can you believe it? Walmart is going lower. That doesn't surprise me because Target announced today that they had a problem. So you can expect Walmart to have a problem too because, you know, they're, same, they're kind of in the same business. Uh, there's kind of two sides of a coin. Of course, Walmart's bigger. But uh, if you're down more than 40% on this one, this is a potential, uh, I don't really think this is a potential short because I think it's, you know, I, I don't really, I really don't like, wouldn't like to short Walmart. But I think you've got to be super careful with Walmart. I just think you got it. Because I think that uh, it's moving lower, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, okay. Uh, what was the last company? Okay. Trying to get, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Really nothing to go over in tech. There was one, there was one tech company that I liked. Uh, and I think it may still be, <laughs> I think it still may be viable. I'm not buying it though because it's just not in the right position. And this is on semiconductor, uh, symbol ON on this one. Um, the thing, the problem with on semiconductor is not the company. The problem is the market. It's still got 96 relative strength. It's moving up to this buy point. It's off a little bit after hours. Let's look at the 15 minute chart. I wanna see how this trade, trade it kind of flat. Kind of flat, but we see some buying coming in. So if you're interested in tech, this is one of the ones I think you could probably nibble at. I wouldn't buy a full position in this one, though. I wouldn't buy a full position in this one right now. It's just too dangerous. Um, but this one I like. It's on semiconductor. It provides it, the reason I like on semi opposed to some of the other companies is because on semi makes its own chips. It doesn't reply on. Uh, uh, it doesn't uh, depend on TSMC or anybody outside to manufacture for them like NVIDIA and all the other companies do. Uh, they make their own chips and they're based in Phoenix, so they don't have a supply chain problem and they can deliver chips and automotive chips, even though I think there are gonna be some production backlogs are in demand. So this is one of the ones that I would recommend. Well, I've, um, I've yammered and on here almost over a little bit over time. Let's see if we can get like one or two last questions in. Thank you. Um, and the question on, is on ResMed. You know, this is probably one of the better areas to be outside of oil and gas. I think it's RMD. Is that right? I think that's ResMed. I'm not sure. What, yeah, ResMed. Okay, this is the symbol on ResMed. But here's what I don't like about it. I just don't. I just don't like buying stocks that are below that 200 day that uh, below that 200 day line. The 200-day line's at 250, so you know what? I would pass on ResMed. Uh, I, I I would pass on ResMed. It just doesn't. It's just not set up very well. Uh, so you know, I would be. You know, I would pass on it. I would just you know pass on RMD. I just I would pass on it because it's it's just not set up very well. And in this market, we're in a downward trend. And we just don't want to be buying things that are going to probably move lower. And I, I think this looks like, even though it's rallied up to the 40-day line, I think it's going to reverse and go lower. This actually may be a good short. Uh, this one may, this one actually may be a good short. I'm going to put this on the short list actually, for myself, RMD, because it does look like it may go lower. Uh, if it if it touches that 40-day line, very very likely that we will see. A short there, so I'm looking at this one possibly to short. Believe it or not, even though it has a upward trending relative strength line, but I this one does look like a potential short. Let's go to the monthly chart just to take one last view. 
Okay, now, okay, I wouldn't short this one based on this chart. I think it's going to get some support probably here at the uh, at the 200-day moving average. But I just, I wouldn't buy this one. I just wouldn't buy this one right now. Just not, just not a good long play. Just not a good long play here. All right, let's see. Last of people here. Uh, da, da, da. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, uh, I'm almost finished here, but... Um, if you uh, want to, uh, uh, if you could, and I really, really appreciate this, if you, if you could do this, please like this, like and subscribe. That would be, that would be really great if you did. Uh, and we also have a free, um, you know, a free list as well uh, that we put out stuff. It's the action trailers. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor on that one. But uh, please like us. Because it really helps. It, it really helps us get seen by more people. And I really, really appreciate it. I'll be back tomorrow at um, I'll be back tomorrow at five. And so everybody, hopefully you're doing well. Happy trading. Stay out, you know, be careful in this market. This is a treacherous market to trade. Uh, tech just isn't doing well. If you're gonna buy long, look at your oil and gases because that's where that's where I think the values are right now in the market. But uh, uh, but everybody just stay. But stay. If you're down more than seven percent on stock, please consider selling it. Capital preservation right now is absolutely key. So I will see you tomorrow at five. Happy trading, everybody. And if you're watching on TikTok, we broadcast live on YouTube every day. Uh, so you can see all the charts and graphs, and that's easy to get. All you have to do is go to my profile, click on the link, and uh, you'll see it. it's at YouTube, youtube.com slash Dallas Trading Floor. I'll be back tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Thanks, everybody, for taking a watch here. Uh, please like it. It helps us get out to more people. We're over 100,000. Uh, now and I, you know, I think we can get to 250. Uh, but uh, please like our show and uh, and sign up for the free action trailers. I'll see you tomorrow at five. Thank you so very much. There we go.